0: Hi, folks. Um, welcome to the Serverless Edge uh, video. We've decided to um, start recording the three of us having a, a chat about things, which is probably dangerous. Um, my name is Dave Anderson, um, engineer uh, at Bizarre Voice and um, author here at the Serverless Edge. And we've got, um, I'll let the gents introduce themselves there. Mark, do you want to go first?
1: Yeah, Mark McCann. Um... For the contributor author
2: at the Serverless Edge. Um, yeah. Uh, Michael O'Reilly. Um, still try my arm at architecture at um, Globalization Partners and also a contributor for the Serverless Edge.
0: We just figured uh, we'd, we'd catch up and, and see what the crack has been this week. So we've had a busy week this week. We were all attending the um, DevOps Enterprise Summit US in Vegas slash virtual.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, we didn't get to go to Vegas.
0: <laughs> no, We we were there in spirit. Um, so it's a good event. I mean, I think that's what the, that's uh, the IT Revolution Press event. And uh, Gene Kim is kind of the the chief kind of chair of, of the event. Um, I've been a few times in person over the years. And it's, it's going from strength to strength. I must admit now it's about year six, I think. Yeah,
1: it's definitely a very strong lineup of, Content and speakers I'm blown away by the quality of some of the some of the the talks that I attended. So yeah, it's it's a it's a very impressive lineup. It's it's a little bit daunting whenever you're we we were asked to present it. At, you know, in, it's such a sustained company, so it sort of sort of raised the bar a little bit for us.
0: Yeah, and for anyone who hasn't been to that conference, it's um it's usually twice a year. It's kind of towards the end of the year or in October in the US, and there's one in London usually around kind of. June time, um, and it's it's a lot of the, a lot of the I would say the the, the, the leading DevOps and transformation thinking. Uh, a lot of the, the, the speakers at that are, are presenting their ideas. The people like you know uh, yeah. Jazz Humboldt, Nicole Forrester, green yeah. Mc, um, Kirsten, uh, Gene Kim himself. The, the, the endless list. John Wallace. It's it's yeah. yeah, lots of people.
1: I think one of the things that really struck me was how practical and how actionable, a lot of the talks were and the guidance was, you know, there was people talking about their journey as they were going through their journey. It wasn't, They were all shiny slides and, and um, you know, consultants sort of, you know, speak. It was all very real and very practical. And, and a lot of, a lot of the, 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 the stories of, of their transformations and their, their embracing of DevOps, you know, it was, it was really good to see. It wasn't just, you know, sugarcoated. There were lots of, you know, lessons learned in there as well.
2: Yeah, for a digital conference, there you could t- you could tell there was a lot of organization that's that went into it. Um you know, I think it 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 did have that sort of conference feel to it, you know, like so um you did have to go in, you had to get your schedule together, you know, which is kind of good. You know, when you think of virtual conferences, well, what's the schedule for? Well, I thought it was good around the the Slack. When you are into the Slack, you're you're actually look at the Slack and you kind of go, wow, but then when you're when you get going and you're on the various tracks and you kind of when you when you know there's somebody there you kind of want to talk to or you kind of just want to sit and watch the, the feedback or what they're kind of talking about, you kind of go on and, and get that conversation going for them with them there and then, which was which I thought was pretty good. And even this morning, the day after, I was kind of in, you know, I was um, I kind of picked up on a on a video that I kind of wanted to watch and just didn't get to because I was I was still working during the week while this was running. Um, but I was able to kind of go in and catch up on the questions and the notes from the, the live session, which I thought was actually a wee kind of added advantage there that I wasn't expecting. So, yeah, very really good. Very good yeah. experience. I think it's a good thing for us as well, sitting in Belfast, and it being in
0: Vegas, is a lot of the sessions were on kind of an evening. So yeah. we kind yeah. of um, so thought it was nice. Mike, we, we, me and you, was it me and you went to the event in London? Didn't you go that time in London? About three
2: or four years ago? The DevOps Enterprise in London? Um, no, no. I um I think it was the web summit I was at in, in London that time. I think you went over with a bunch of other engineers to the DevOps. Yeah. I can't remember.
0: Um yeah. many things like
2: that. I don't remember you all, but I, the thing I thought was most impressive is
0: it felt like the physical event. Do you know what right. I mean? It was the same. A lot of the 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 expo was the same. You get the same the same type of people knocking about. Uh what I like about this event is there's a lot of seasoned practitioners in kind of IT and technology. Um, I talked to a bunch of people working for companies like, you know, like um, Nike and, and and you know, banks and Air Force. And, you know, there's lots of leading industry companies and, and very yeah. experienced kind of architects and digital leaders. So uh, it was a really good group of people, a great community.
1: Yeah, very open and engaging. Everyone was very... Um... So engaging and willing to contribute and to and we've seen that when we did the lean coffee but even just the slack channels and the back and forward and the you know, people asking for guidance or help or advice you know, it was just very very uh, well here's here, and
2: nice here's a test for the two so you two did the talk you know um and he's you, definitely prepped it ahead of time but did you get the nerves before the talk was about to go on were you well, yeah, you know, you know, you're, you you talk at a conference, you're sitting there and you're kind of, you're just eager to get going. And you're eager to get yeah. started. Did you have it's, to it's, see? Um...
1: It's a def- it's a different nervousness. It's not the same as right. You're you're getting ready to speak and you need to deliver and you have the adrenaline rush, but you're still. Yeah. Curious about how how's this gonna land? You know, uh, what questions are we gonna get? And it's funny beforehand, I was I was prepping all my mind maps and just making sure we had you know, a lot of the, the source material that, that led into the presentation at, at hand in case somebody asked a really tricky you know, in depth you know, question about you know, one, of the, yeah. one of the elements of the elements flywheel or one of the points there. So so there was more of that you know prepping for you know, what type of questions are we gonna get? I wonder if this is gonna land? You know how's how's it gonna resonate with this audience? Um, yeah. Thankfully, um, our worst fears were not realised. Uh, it seemed to go go pretty well. Um, yeah.
0: So yeah. There's almost there's almost I'd say there's there's
1: performance anxiety
0: and there's content anxiety. <laughs> so you, I, I didn't get any performance anxiety, but I I got performance anxiety. You're really like, oh my god, what happens if I fall off the stage? You yeah. actually physically feel nervous. Then content anxiety is, am I going to be uh, um, eaten up by the crowd because this is crap? So I I, I get content anxiety, um, which I think you always get. You get into the imposter syndrome.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, even at the end of it, I was kind of feeling like I'm sure the guys feel, you know, you you get a talk done and you're thinking, okay, that's done. It's almost that. You know that that release did you get? I yeah. I don't know. I kind of I don't know if it was sort of you know I wasn't obviously doing the talk. I was you know, but I, I I certainly felt it. Yeah. Um. You know, and it was kind of good to get it there. And I thought the reception was really good too. So I don't know. I I thought it was. Uh. I enjoyed it. I. Um, yeah. Um,
0: well, really, finally, so, so this, we did it? our. That was our first our first talk, kind of previewing some of the content of the book, we've been working on um for IT Revolution Press. So that books do it next year and that are kind of it's kind of about the 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 what's the full title of the talk? Uh the serverless edge. Um uh, using worldly maps to um I've forgotten. What was it again? <laughs> using worldly maps to um drive business and technology. Evolution. Evolution.
2: I get you it now. So yeah. um so the official the official do you want the official one? Go for so. it. You go, drum roll, the serverless edge using a mapping with the value flywheel for combined business and technology evolution. That's close. Very fancy.
0: Um, so as our first talk, we kind of talked about the, the value flywheel, we explained that, and then we did a, a quick worldly map of um, just just to show the technique in action. And um, just quickly, the, the, the value flywheel is, is four stages. There's um, um, clarity of purpose, which is the first phase. Do you know what you're doing? The second phase is challenge. Do you have the right environment to challenge? You know, challenge your idea, like psychological safety, etc. The third is next best action. We can do what's the next right thing to do with, like you know, service first, develop friction, just develop friction, and then fourth is the long-term value, sustainability, problem prevention, and just to visualize that flywheel for technology and business. So we kind of explained that. And then for the crack, we did a Wardley map about a virtual conference, which I think was was accurate enough, given was, we did yeah. it a few weeks ago.
1: So yeah, it was. And even though we, you know, we, we did it to, to um, bring it bring it to life, to bring the fly with the life. We were actually talking beforehand about you know the speaker chat and a lot of the things that we had in that map actually you know were, were real. We, we we felt it in, during the during the event itself, like, so. Yeah. yeah, so we we're, weren't we're a million miles away with even though it was just there to be uh, a vehicle to explain the process, but yeah, it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, and, and for anybody, the, the talks are all pre recorded, so we recorded a few weeks ahead of the event. So, um, and we, we've written up that talk uh, on the blog com, so that's right now, and um, we'll share some links to that and the show notes afterwards. Um, so and then we also, uh, Mark and I, we we facilitated two Lean Coffees, uh, one on Wednesday, one on Thursday, which I I love Lean Coffee. It's a brilliant format. And the the theme of those Lean Coffees were um, uh, building internal capability, not consultancy dependency, which was a a good topic. Lots of vibrant debate.
1: It was great. It was very good. And it it resonated strongly with us because it's the things that we have been... We've been, you know, building those internal capabilities within our previous organizations, so it's it's something we have a lot of um, insight and a lot of uh, scar tissue around. So it was it was very, very good to be able to you know uh, engage with all the other attendees for the link coffee and, and and knock about some of these ideas. And link coffee is such a, a fantastic format for just you know sparking ideas and getting people to engage and talk and, and talk about their experiences and. Yeah. It's it's the return on investment on a lean coffee is off the off the scale. It is just the, one of the best mechanisms for really opening people up and getting you know, real engaging, meaningful conversations going. So it's
2: it's, it's yeah. really good. No, I don't know if it was just the talks I was kind of tuning into, but I definitely thought there was a strong theme, um, at this conference around value streams and flow efficiency, and you know, sort of Mick Carson was talking there. You know, the sort of CTO for. For a task top and mm. and then even at that session, um, you know, at that lean coffee session, we were talking with BMK, who was a a value stream architect for the, I think it's the Bank of New Zealand, I think yeah. he was from, yeah, you know, and he was all about sort of that flow efficiency and flow optimization and, um, but again, just kind of really getting introduced to things like wordly mapping, and I thought like the wordly mapping sort of side of it was very complementary. And so yeah. almost like an uh, a nice iteration on that, which was which was kind of good, you know. So I definitely think um you know in terms yeah. of where we we're coming from, we brought a bit of value there. So it'd be good to see this, see what happens next year and sort of, you know, if 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 worldly mapping starts to penetrate a lot more of the talks and yeah. you know, and, and you would predict that it would, you know. I don't know. It was what you definitely- think.
0: So was definitely interest on in it. A lot of people were interested in it. A lot of people had heard of it, were aware of it, but didn't know how to do it. So there was yeah. massive interest.
1: Yeah, I think, but even through the talks I've seen in some of the channels, you can see the continuous evolution towards more product centricity, towards more you know, meaningful work, to, to, to more um, you know, enhanced culture. Uh, those those socio technical things are starting to permeate through a lot of the talk, a lot of the a lot of the, the conversations on Slack channels and LinkedIn coffee and stuff, so you can, you can see this continued evolution towards, you know, um, much more aligned, much more um, you know product aligned, much more meaningful, much more customer centric type uh, work. Um, uh, from from the hosting orga- the traditional hosting organizations through to those product type teams, they're all sort of evolving towards that 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 same same sort of uh, destination. And,
0: yeah, definitely. And then remember for the lean coffee, it was funny because uh, at the start of both sessions, we were all kind of violently hunting consultants. It was like, no consultants. And then as we started talking, we were like, ah, well, maybe they're not so bad. So we kind of, we, we, we were, we didn't beat up on the consultants too much. We actually did have some consultants in the session and they, they self-admitted <laughs> they were evil. No, sorry, not evil, um, but um, it was a good crack. And like anything, the answer was usually, it depends.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I, think,
1: I, think, I think a lot of that uh, context dependency and getting situational awareness, you can see that coming through. And a lot of the talks, you know, about, you know, we use worldly maps for better situational awareness, we think like North Star, but value stream mapping, the whole um, sort of, um, all those sort of processes and techniques help bring that context to bear. So whenever you say it depends on the context, you know, there's now processes and techniques to help you get that context, which is which is exciting. Yeah. It's what, something we have we've leaned heavily
0: on. And there's a really interesting pattern. You know, the whole thing about leaderless organizations or leaderless leaders. It's that idea of kind of servant leadership, they let the company companies go. Um, with that leaderless organization, that next-gen organization, you know, people will use things like Worldly Map and Northstar to figure out where they're going and, and they, they they can supply their own context. With traditional organizations, there's a leader who who gives the illusion of no, no. This is this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes they don't know what's happening. So I think yeah. those are really interesting. Um, and the same as worldly study between traditional and next gen companies, you can see either the, the the practices are moving into next gen in some companies. So it was um,
2: really interesting to see that. Yeah, and. Um... I think last night in one of the sessions as well, I thought it was good. We had a good conversation around that sort of ubiquitous language and making sure everyone kind of understands and talks in the same way and understands what everyone else is kind of saying, you know, and you tie that in with a lot of the visibility that a lot of the kind of DevOps organizations are kind of baking into what they do now, then it should give you sort of better, you know, decision-making capabilities. And I thought that was actually pretty neat that, you know, you're starting to see a lot of organizations center around that sort of value stream yeah. analysis and also how important visibility is. Yeah. So I thought that was very present in a lot of the sort of the talks as well, which was good. Yeah.
1: I, I watched the, the Liz Vaughn Jones's talk on shifting left on production excellence with observability. And you're, you're right. I think getting that observability, that visibility across the entire not only the technical spectrum, but also the business and the and the, the people and the culture spectrum and having much more insights into how everything is, you know, performing is is massive. And there's a, there's a great line they had in that, you know, production excellence is business excellence. Um, you know, it's really good sort of, uh, right. you know, I think observability is key to that. And I think people are getting a lot more, um, they're, they're, they're using metrics in the right way now, not as a stick to beat teams with, but as a, as a vehicle to help you know, improve, you know, teams and organizations, and, and it's great again to see that maturity and that uh, that the uh, evolution.
2: Yeah, the the other the other thing I noticed that was quite sort of prevalent, and again, it is a DevOps conference, so of course, Michael, you want to see this stuff, but SRE, um, yep. and there was some cracking talks there around SRE, and some of the stuff I was kind of going, wow, you know. This is definitely something that you would need to invest in for an organization that is moving fast you cool. know a real solid SRE setup and there's a crack and talk there from a guy called Michael Winslow um, I think he was a he's a director for Comcast or senior director of software engineering Comcast he did a real crack and talk around the SRE stuff and I was just thinking, wow that's <laughs> yeah. I want some of that um, so again, that's another one I'm going to go back and watch and sort of yeah. try and take some notes on.
1: I watched the, there was a chaos and reliability talk as well, and something we've been big fans of is trying to introduce that continuous resiliency, and I think it was Courtney Nash and Troy Koss um, from Capital One, they they did a great talk around chaos and that you know, reliability and resiliency, and it's all the stuff that we've been sort of pursuing with Well Architected and serverless First, you know, it's bringing up yeah. those characteristics to to your solutions is 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 good to see and it was good, great talk and again it's one of those ones I'll go back and, and watch again.
0: Yeah I mean the quality of talks is just incredible um, there was a great one as well by Ron Westrom and it was, it's, it's great that he did a, a great uh, podcast with Gene Kim um, earlier in the year so it's great to see him talk the, the, the famous Westrom's organizational culture he talks about three different culture types and he talks about Information flow, how it flows in the company, and he talks about generative, um, bureaucratic, and pathological. So pathological is low flow of information, bureaucratic is medium, but generative, which is like a learning organization, there's a high flow of, organi- of, of information around the org. So he talks about his experience in doing that, like, and it's um, he's brilliant, like, he's really, it's, it's 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 super interesting. Cool,
2: cool. Um, it was also good to see like the team topology stuff penetrate a lot of the talks yeah. as well yeah. Which yeah i thought was good you know so so that's obviously um taken off and there was one particular talk i never got to it but i've got it sort of marked but they're kind of getting into that sort of minimum viable platform yeah. concept which i think is pretty slick you know so you're right uh, uh, in terms of the content yeah. yeah
1: yeah and even if they weren't calling out team topologies uh, directly or explicitly, they were starting to move that way in some of the some of the talks I'd seen, or they were starting to break it up into platform teams and product teams and streamlined teams. Yeah, There were they were the thinking was going that direction, whether they called it out explicitly or not.
0: Like yeah. the, the, the the nice one called the Art of Platform Engineering, which is a cool talk. It was also a nice a nice. Uh, it was kind of like an interview with um, what's the name? Admiral John Richardson, I think. Yeah. Yeah. was a uh, was a uh, was uh, a like a submarine commander. For something like, wow. oh, something like thirty odd years, and he was saying he'd been underwater for eleven years in submarines. Eleven years underwater. So he was talking about, you know, if you're in a, if you're in a submarine, it's the, it's, it's the ultimate kind of distributed organization. You get your vision and you're gone. You're, you're off into the sunset. and You yeah. need to act, fight. So those, he had great stuff he was saying about uh, leadership and, you know, effectively autonomous teams, etc. Um, so that was really interesting to hear the stuff that he was saying. Yep. But um, on, I, I must admit, a, I, I go on ahead, Mark, sorry.
1: No, on a, on a security front, you know, again, some of the some of the talks we've seen about sort of shifting left in security and sort of the you know the evolution of sec- the security department from from being the department of no to being a much more engaging and uh, you know enabling sort of function. Um, so I think John Willis did a talk on, on sort of the Dev Stack ups and, and that evolution. But something a, a, not surprised, but a, kind of surprised that there was you know, not more people were doing threat modeling. So I think that's still something that's you know, something that we would think, oh yeah, everyone does threat modeling, but it's it's, it's not that's not a uh, yeah it's not, it's not uh, wide practice yet. Mm-hmm.
0: Surprised by which surprised by the 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 lack of serverless. Yes, the elf at the room. There wasn't a lot talk about serverless, which is interesting.
1: I think it was in um, passing, and, and maybe it's it's indicative of where people are at and you know where their contexts are and what their 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 heritage stacks are and where they are in their journey. So it's it's maybe not not too surprising, but yeah, I'm, I'm surprised there wasn't more more <laughs> mention of, of serverless.
0: But at the same time, it's you know, it's an event about it's it's a it's it's about culture and methods and practice, you know. So it's not really about the technology. So that's not really a bad thing either, because there was a whole bunch of technologies that weren't mentioned, you know. Exactly. So, um, but I, again, you know, I think it's 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 all good. Just just uh, just being a troublemaker as usual. Um, so I think no, I really enjoyed the conference. Um, and it's one thing I know. I think we'll stick a link in the show notes. But what 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 I love about the DevOps Enterprise Summit is they're incredibly open about all the yeah. presentations and stuff. So there's a yeah. GitHub repo with every presentation, both for this event this week in October 2021, and um, there's been two events a year for the last like I think five or six years. So there's like there's about ten or twelve events of presentations all sitting in a GitHub repo. Yep. And it's that it's wow, I don't know, it's probably about half a million dollars worth of consultancy right there. Oh, yeah, It's it's huge value. Uh you could just search in anything there and you'll find some quality content. Um so we'll share that link afterwards. Yep. That's well worth a dig through.
1: Yeah, and no, I totally agree. I think it's just good people all around who you know, well organized, very slick. the the platform was great. And just the, the openness and you know even having those the slides and the, the videos afterwards is, is great. Like with we've, we've a, we've a backlog of of content I'm gonna to have to go back and, and, and watch and read. Um because you just can't do it all during the day because there's so many parallel tracks. But yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's a great community to be, to be part of and they were they were very inviting to to Dave okay. and, and myself as well. Yeah.
0: I must say now, I mean, having attended previous events, you you, you join the Slack channel. And they, they always had Slack channels, even their physical events, but you then stay on that Slack channel. So there's 5,000 people on the Slack channel. So that that even if you don't go next year, you can still join the Slack channel and follow along. So it's, it's, it, it builds a fantastic community. Yeah. So that's the crack then. Um, so I think, I mean, definitely one day check out um, that online we start releasing videos and, and we'll share a bunch of those notes. So I think that'll lose. Um, yep. anything, anything else you guys want to say to close out or leave it at that?
2: No, nothing that you've already haven't already covered. I thought it good was a really good event. So yep. until the next time, absolutely. All right, folks. <laughs> until well, next thanks.
0: Time. Thanks very much. Uh, so we'll put a bunch of links in the show notes. Uh, remember to check out the blog, uh and um, the book. Also, is follow follow us on Twitter as well. Yep. At this at serverless edge on Twitter, and um, we'll uh, we'll have another uh, uh, rant, Friday rant, come along yep. soon. All right, and folks.
1: The, and and the book is coming
0: out next year. Yep. Thanks very much. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye, right, guys.